DIY Magazine podcast at Glastonbury. Welcome, thanks for clicking play. This is Will and Elle live for the DIY podcast from... It's not live, is it? <laughs> it's definitely not live. We've just watched a absurdly fun, ridiculous set from Katy Perry. And up later tonight is the National Foo Fighters, Warpaint, all manner of things. Last night we saw sets from Lord and Radiohead who played every single one of the hits. It was amazing. Uh, we have had chats today that are coming up with George Ezra, with Black Honey, with In Heaven and Declan McKenna. Tweet us at DIY Magazine. You can subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Audio Boom, Stitcher or wherever else you get your podcasts if you like what you hear. Um, and if you want to see more Glastonbury coverage over the weekend, you can always check it out on DIYMag.com. So let's get going. Here's Will um, having a chat to lovely George Ezra yesterday. DIY at Glastonbury. Glastonbury. So we are backstage at Glastonbury with George Ezra. Hey. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm oh, not too bad, yeah. Have you just arrived? No, we arrived last night. We did a little show for Radio 1 at oh, the introducing nice. stage, which was strange for a lot of reasons, in a good way, but that was the first stage I played at Glastonbury. Yeah. And I played there the year after as like a little surprise slot again. and. Uh, it kind of feels like now, if ever I'm invited back to Glastonbury, I need to go back and do a little slot yeah. there. Yeah. Did you uh, did you have a large one last night? No, no. no I'm a reformed man. No, You're becoming just... professional. <laughs> <laughs> Transitioning into a professional man. Oh my god. Um, no, I. Every year that I've played Glastonbury, I've kind of gone. Once I get off stage, that's my time to party. You know, I'm going to go and enjoy the festival, which is all fair. I think that's well and good, and it's a good thing to do. But this year, I was kind of like, you know what? I've got a gig Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and then we're leaving late Saturday night. Um, so, yeah, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So I took it very easy last night. That's very, very professional. Yeah. Yeah. But the show should be fun. Of course. I just like, there's something about. Can we go there? There's something about Glastonbury. I, I went there. It's just different. And I think, yeah, I'm not a seasoned pro, but I am I'm aware that it's a good crack playing this festival. Yeah. And how have the new songs been going down on your top secret tour? <laughs> um, Which we're not allowed to talk yeah. about. Yeah, how did you know about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's done now. Um, Mate, so much better than I was expecting. Not that I thought they were shit. It wasn't like, oh God, this is going to be hard. It was more, I've never had to re, like introduce people to new music before. I've never done that. When you're promoting the first record, everything's new and that's just what you do. Um, but a lot better than I was expecting. I don't know if it's testimony to the songs or my lovely audience, but they were all singing along by the end of most of them. Yeah. Is it an album that you think is quite instant? Um, I don't know, man. I'm biased. I think so. Like, I think, uh, um, it was, what's the word? Unconsciously, subconsciously, I was writing a record that I think will resonate with more people than I first anticipated. Mm -hmm. I think there wasn't like a big master plan of this is what people want to hear. But I started writing what I was feeling and then I soon found out that it certainly wasn't just me feeling that way. Yeah. Even just with friends, I was like, oh shit, you know, this isn't just me. It's very nice. Yeah. nice. I think uh, at the moment, a lot of people 
are feeling the same way about lots of stuff and yeah. maybe you realize it's not just you yeah i think there was like a point where i've say on stage i'll probably say it today <laughs> but it's like it's a point where you look around and realize not one of us really has a clue what we're doing really you know but i think you grow and I think there's part of it just me being 24 and I think every young 20 year old person affords themselves the luxury of going oh doesn't our generation have it hard and I think it's always hard I don't think life's ever easy you know or ever has been yeah. but I think there's an element of looking around and going oh actually there's not a leader like it's not you know my parents don't know any better than I do really yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I went to them as an example <laughs> <laughs> Says something about a relationship, the authority. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. My dad's here again this year. So, if it's okay with you, yes. we at DIY are big fans of your alter ego, Jeff. Yeah. So, we would like to play a game of what would Jeff do? Okay, so nice. So, I've written some questions. Uh, Jeff doesn't have a ticket for Glastonbury, but he wings a lift down to the site anyway. Yes. He finds himself outside the gates and yes. is desperate to get in. What would Jeff do? Uh, I just want to put a disclaimer out. If you haven't got a ticket, don't try and come in. But high vis, surely high vis, yeah. because no one questions a man in a high vis. Yeah. Emily and Michael, if you're if you ever hear this, <laughs> I'm not a villain. I'm not advertising your festival free. But I think like there's those videos of people going into like Dixons in high vises and just walking out with flat screen TVs, yeah. and people just let you go by. High vis is is like a key to any city. Yeah, I was watching Kanye West on the Pyramid stage a few years ago, and people would buy a high vis just really pissed and they'd walk through the crowd yeah. and say make way make way yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they're at the front they yeah, take yeah, it yeah. off there we go uh jeff's best friend passes out from a few too many ciders Oof. but jeff's favorite band in the world are about to play the Oof. pyramid stage what would jeff do um i think i'd roll them over into the fetal position somewhere where i know they're not going to be trampled kind of somewhere that i could remember by a flag go off see the band and hope that they were still there i'd put them in the shade at least yeah Put a water next to them in case they came clear. <laughs> Jeff accidentally spends all his money on the Wednesday night. How does he survive the weekend? See, this runs, this rings very true with my <laughs> first festival experience. So where I grew up, you go to Reading Festival as a rite of passage. You turn 16, you save up for the year and you go to Reading. And that's what I did. And I'd spend all my money on fucking baked beans, cider, everything. My bag was just full of tin food for the weekend. And about two nights before, I went, I went, Dad, I've only got 20 quid for the festival. And he went, tough, you know, that's your deal. And, God, just tin food for that long. Like, it's all right. Tin food, I imagine, is all right if you can shower and use your own facilities yeah. and whatever. But f sleeping in a tent and just eating dinky dogs in baked beans for four days. Because you go down really early as a kid as well. It's like, yeah. get down there Wednesday, get a good spot. Yeah. Um, what would he do? I don't know, just make the most of a bad situation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God, this one's awful. <laughs> Me and Jeff are watching a band after a few drinks and he accidentally knocks my pint out of my hand. Does Jeff buy me a new one or does he blame it on me? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, why is he saying this one's bad? <laughs> or does he say it don't matter now? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, I think, I think he'd just, brush it under the carpet and be like, look, next time we're at, just have mine for now. Very nice, yeah. very nice. I'm answering these as George now, aren't I? But hey, what would Jeff do? George is Jeff and Jeff is, is George. Is Jeff a dick? This is it. I don't know. I, 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 maybe I should st really start using him for when I'm in trouble. <laughs> Definitely wasn't me, yeah. 
okay. The last... Oh, God. The, Jeff walks through the healing fields and stumbles across a golden grand piano. What song does he play? <laughs> <laughs> I had some um, help on these. Um, <laughs> what song would he play? Uh, if we're going with the theme of Jeff being a bit of an intolerable dick, then probably Bohemian Rhapsody, and it would be like, you know, the longest song Just ever. So you get watch the me, watch me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody is a good one. Oh, amazing. Well, thank you very much, George. Thank you. At Glastonbury. Have you started recording? Huh? Okay. Yeah, Hi, my name's Izzy. Hi, I'm Tommy. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm Tom. And we are. Black, Black honey. honey! Black Honey. You're on the DIY podcast. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> podcast. Um, how's it going? Can you set the scene of where we are, first of all? Okay, so we're at Glastonbury Festival. Tom is doing a dance, an experimental dance, to show us that the clouds are slightly grey, but there does seem to be green grass, a sun shining. Yeah. Clouds, but sun is coming through. And if anything, we could do with a bit of rain here. No, don't jinx it. It's Glastonbury. This is the apparently we're like well, this is our first ever Glastonbury, so we have not put on any wellies yet, and we've had like ten minutes of rain. Yeah. And we're just like counting our fucking like sorry, counting our chickens. You can swear it's fine. Cool. Fuck. <laughs> Thank fuck for that. You're counting your blessings. Counting our blessings. We're so chuffed. How was the set? Next level. Next level. It was really surreal. Like, I I caught myself, uh, like, halfway through trying to take a mental picture. And, like, because I, I kind of expected it to be a bit like that and, and to be surreal. But, I don't know. I still came off being like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> you spend your whole life imagining what your Glastonbury set's like. And then when you're there, you're like, is this, this is it. Like, oh my God. And it's actually what everyone says. Like it is that what well, there was like, what, what did we figure out? There was like a couple of thousand people there. How many? <laughs> Probably about 10,000 people by the end. It was incredible. <laughs> Sorry, there's a microphone here. I need to remember that. You need that. to hold it close to your face. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so what, <laughs> what, what makes something next level as opposed to just level, do you think, in terms of a set? Um, I got um, when I was a child, <laughs> I used to dream about doing that. And that's like, you know, like you have like live boxes to tick before you die or whatever, like before, you know, like what's it? Uh, Shawshank. Bucket yeah, list. bucket list, yeah. bucket list. Yeah, thanks, Tommy. Bucket list. Bucket <laughs> um, list. Yeah, that's one of my. That was it. Then it was ticked today. Big old green tick. It's like <laughs> most things when you when you do something like that, you only really sort of notice that in retrospect. But I think I actually had that on stage. Yeah, I was like there. I was see there. a big tick going. Ticking in, in my brain. <laughs> oh, you're big old tick. Tom's sunglasses just did a very cool trick there. Thanks. Plus we've surrounded ourselves by like people that we love and like all of our loved ones are here and they were all yeah. just like hysterically crying at every place that you looked. Yeah. And, and then our manager's here as well, Dan. Same <laughs> And oh, yeah. oh, our, <laughs> our, our um, like we were all a little bit nervy about it just because it's glass and it's the first time we've done it. But our uh, our sound engineer Jordan, who's usually just the most level guy in the whole in the whole crew. He's better than we are. 
he puked in a portaloo before we played because he was so nervous. <laughs> yeah, we loved it. Like it was one of them things where like it wasn't like we're entitled and it wasn't like we're not worthy. It was like this is absolutely where we're meant to be. Yeah, where well, you've worked for it for quite a long time. Yeah, and it felt yeah. fucking amazing. Like there's people talk about it for a reason. Like it feels like what people say. Do you know what I mean? Um, so is this your first time at Glastonbury <laughs> yeah. as punters or in a band? Yeah, so we, yeah. we always famously said we will never go to Glastonbury until we play. And our friends used to laugh at us about that, like back way back when. Mm-hmm. And now like and like loads of other people we know said it, but like now we've actually done it where all four of us, none of us will have ever been to Glastonbury until like we a, played it. Like a tick. <laughs> yeah. Like... Love that telly. Like, um, it just I think you need you need one whole Glastonbury to be able to navigate around the entire site. This is what we've learned yesterday. It was like, yeah. we got lost a lot. I haven't got a clue at anything yet. We yeah. were sober yesterday, so today's going to be interesting. So are you going to get on it then after this podcast is concluded? We've already... A hundred percent. We're well like, in. This is my fifth well drink. Well on the way. I'm a lightweight. What's the drink of choice this so, afternoon? Um, so far I had a Bloody Mary, a margarita, a tequila, two tequila sunrises okay. and a beer. So Bloody Mary is sort of a breakfast drink, right? So Bud. Yeah. This is the boys love. Like, Bud Light. It's the beer of choice for black honey. Trying to get sponsorship. Budweiser. Like, uh, my friend Charlotte, my friend, somebody asked us the other day if we did, you know, those naughty things, you know, those things that you're not allowed to do. And I said, no, we don't do any of those things. But, like, and then my friend jumped in and said, yeah, no, they don't do any of them things, but they absolutely love beer. This band could not love beer more. Like, this, we love beer. There you Cheers. Go. We need a beer sponsorship. That was a clink of two tinnies, if you didn't hear Budweiser's. that. Budweiser's. Do you want to just clink it on one mic? So there's a lot of people dressed up today. Who's the biggest honey that you've seen around you. the festival site? Like me. That's very good. No, that is a good t-shirt. But I, did you see the, somebody in the front row with a, um, a flamingo stuck to some sort of like spired pole? Sorry. It looked like they'd killed it, though. Yeah. It looked, like they'd, it looked like they'd impaled the flamingo on to a spike. Yeah. I thought that was, I don't know, I was kind of like, is that good? It looks slightly like dangerous, but I was is like, it bad? kind of looked like a kebab skewer that I would have yeah. made for, like, prawns. Yeah. Um, and what do you have on for the rest of the afternoon? The sash? Um, wine. We've got some red press. wine. <laughs> press red wine. We're going to try and catch the friends' royal blood. Yeah. Um, what else are we seeing today? We want to go to Shangri-La. We wanna, we've got a ticket to go and see the drag queens. Fucking Radiohead. Is Radiohead today? Radiohead is today. Okay, we're going to see Radiohead. We saw Dua Lipa earlier. That was cool. Um, yeah. What is Dua Lipa's real name? Do we know that? No, that is her it name. It is. That's her name. Really? That's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. She was born to be a star. <laughs> <laughs> she was born this way. Maybe. So, yeah. <laughs> That, that's it for the day then, is it? Are you here for the whole weekend? Yeah, we are. But um, upcoming yeah. this year, we've got a cu- couple of festivals coming up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Do you want to fill us in? Absolutely. I've, <laughs> I've, 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 I've got this planned out. Let's so try I'm and gonna, I'm some gonna cock it up festivals. Okay, so Tom's ticking metaphorically. I so wish you could see Tom now. Next week, we are doing Barn on the Farm Festival. Then we're Eccentric flying out to Ibiza Rocks. Then we're going to Glasgow for Transmit Festival. And we've got Blissfields and Winchester. That's right. And then we've just got the, a summer full. Reading and Leeds. Why not festival? We're excited to go back there because we love gesture. it there. It's really cool. Why not? 
Why not? Exactly. God, he's um, so boring. Not an interview. Okay, and then we're going to um, we're doing an arena tour with Royal Blood, which we should probably tell you guys about. I'm sure you guys like have told everyone DIY about this already like a zillion times. But we're like basically in the process of confirming more and more a zillion million dates with them. Yeah. yeah. So Let's like every day Europe that we live, well. we get told about another date that we're doing. Yeah, I'm <laughs> wearing your t-shirts. Yeah, so the Royal Blood are like our favorite humans in the world. Like, if two people are ever gonna join Black Honey, like it's yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> they played us on Radio One the other day. Yeah. Did they? Yeah, legend. Yeah. They did their you. they did their album special <laughs> and they gave us a play. Yeah. Ah, I love them. So yeah. When we, um, when we, when we, Tommy and I go off stage halfway through our set to, because uh, it's an acoustic song. The acoustic we just number. came off and Ben was there. He just arrived backstage just to say like you know. Go get it. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just like, yeah. Usually I come off all flustered. I like I either go and get a drink or something just to sort of it's a weird Settle like, the nerves. It's, it's a weird three minutes to fill when you're in the middle of a show. So it was really nice when you just come off stage and it's Ben and <laughs> give you a big hug. Ben is life though, isn't he? Yeah, Ben comes to like every black honey show we've ever done. Like I've spent like most of our like bright in time growing up with Ben. Yeah. And like having Mike around as well is awesome. Mike's more aloof, and Ben Ben just comes to everything. Yeah. Ben will find his way backstage at gigs you will never expect. <laughs> they had rumors of him crowd surfing and like a drench show and like dot to dot in their like second year of like drench doing dot to dot. And apparently it was like prolific. Everyone was like, "Do you remember when Ben from Royal Blood crowd surfed during drench and like the bodega at dot to dot?" They're like, "It's like historical shit." I love, um, I love how aloof Mike is. Though. Yeah. Mike's just like he has this like air of mystery around yeah. him where it's like I'm Mike from Royal Blood that's it and then he's just an, a sassy eyebrow and then he disappears within a wink of an eye <laughs> there you go like Dynamo the Magician <laughs> he's your biggest fan <laughs> we just saw him backstage <laughs> by the way <laughs> everyone's really stoked we saw Dynamo <laughs> we were too embarrassed to ask for a photo though but I imagine he can probably Hello. make one up out of his mind um, <laughs> so Black Honey are uh, they're uh, departing to get back on it and to go see Royal Blood. Thanks for having a chat. Merci. Thank you guys very much. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Thanks for all the support. No problem. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Just before Run the Jewels hit the pyramid stage this afternoon, Jeremy Corbyn delivered about a 15-minute speech and. Predictably, the Seven Nation Army chant came out in force. Will actually spotted Jeremy Corbyn earlier today around the site, didn't you, Will? Would you like to tell us about that? I did. So I just finished watching The Magic Gang on the Williams Green set, and I think uh, Jezza had just, you know, gone over the barrier from crowd surfing to uh, All I Want Is You and hopped in the Jeep. He was heading down from the Williams Green stage and someone, uh, just a, a punter passing by, saw him uh, through the window and just started shouting. He was trying to take a selfie with a moving car, which is as difficult as you would think. Uh, and he obviously quite quickly got a lot of attention to the point where in, in the space of about 10 seconds, there was probably 100 people running after him, dancing after the Jeep, chanting. You know you know how it goes. Yeah. 
Jeremy Corbyn does seem to be the theme of the weekend. Um, as we're recording this, we actually have a poster of Jeremy Corbyn in front of us in the backstage press tent. Um, and yeah, he's the, he's the man of the moment. He was even at the bar in the in the solstice area serving people drinks. So there you go for the many, not the few. <laughs> You are listening to DIY podcast coverage recorded live on Worthy Farm, deep in the Somerset countryside, the site at Glastonbury Festival. We are a monthly mag online and podcast bringing you the best in new music and festival coverage, DIYmag.com, or tweet us at DIY Magazine. Still to come is a chat with the lovely In Heaven, but first we met up with Declan McKenna after his first of two sets at the festival. We are at Glastonbury and we are with Declan McKenna. It's very early, isn't it? It is. But I've been up for like four hours, so oh it's early, but it's like midday, but also I want to go to bed. Yeah. Did you have a big one last night? No, actually, but it was just a bit late, like getting getting back to like a hotel in just south of Bristol and yeah, getting to sleep. Um, forgot my toothbrush, went on an oh. endeavour for a toothbrush. Just a bit of a shocker, but you know, we're here. We're having a good time. Yeah, you're here. Uh, is you are you work, so you're staying off site every night? No, no, no okay. camping. Okay. Nah. Camping, I think, is the way to go. At Glastonbury, you just you walk around, you end up somewhere, and then you just trying to get off site is a nightmare. Yeah, and it's just lots of money, and you have to drive a long way. It just it's just very inconvenient. So yeah, um, yeah, camping. Are you staying around for the whole weekend? Yes, yes, I am. I'm trying. I'm trying to. <laughs> Have you got big plans? Just want to see justice, really. Yeah, it's kind of it. Um, I, I mean, there's a lot of artists I want to see, but they're like the, my my sort of main one. Um, but yeah, just kind of want to go with the flow, see what see what happens, and yeah, enjoy enjoy the weekend, really. Yeah, it should be lovely. Um, how many times have you been to Glastonbury? This is the third. Third one. Have you got any particularly messy stories? Uh, yeah, what can I talk about? Um, <laughs> I mean, it's I up to you what you think is appropriate. <laughs> yeah, um, just lots of oh, there's well, there's some pretty good, there's some pretty good stories. Last year when it was really muddy, I just it, it's not really a me- it's kind of messy in like an actual dirt sense in the way that I kind of had these wellies and I stepped in the mud and I kept my, my they were a bit big for my feet and then like, my foot kept getting stuck in the mud like the shoe and as I would move forward in the motion expecting my shoe to come out of the mud <laughs> it did not and my foot would come out I'd step in the mud in a sock and then I had to like it was like three or four times in the festival I had to like take off a sock and like Michael Jordan it into the nearest bin and then put my foot in the like welly and then pull it out so that's a good story <laughs> have, you, have you got any top tips for uh for dealing with, I think this weekend should be fine for that. Yeah, it, it's supposed to be a tiny bit of rain, but like yeah. it's not not looking to be that devastating at all. No. So, but it's just you just got to kind of keep moving, keep enjoying it, not wait around for too long. That's yeah. always your downfall at these big festivals, just waiting around for people. Just go and enjoy it. Yeah, just trying to meet up with your friends. There's no phone signals. <sighs> Actually, my I was surprised. My phone signal has been really good since I got here. I think they've got some deal with whoever yeah. and now for some reason there's good signal so I'm quite hopeful for this one but also I don't want to be on my phone all the time yeah. but I've got this little bag which means I can carry everything oh, tiny, good bag. tiny little bag you describe your bag to us it's, a, it's like a rucksack it's just tiny 
just very small. So it's like, you know, like a little fanny bag. You got your wallet, your phone, all that stuff. I've got two different varieties of fan in there. Brilliant. Very, very Hopefully nice. a few more fans out there at the John Peel <laughs> today. <laughs> That's... Woo! <laughs> Just imagining you in your bedroom, like, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to say that at some point. <laughs> so you are you are a muck. You are McKenna. A Who muck. are some of your other favourite mucks in the world? Uh, muck. Um, you and McGregor. Good muck. Um, Elvis Costello, who is a Declan muck something else. Is he? Yeah, he's a Declan muck, not McKenna. Um, muck. James Mackay, best friend from high school, good lad. <laughs> love that, love that boy. Um, um, Muck. There's lots of Mucks. Or most of my family are Mucks. McDonald. McDonald. Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald. I hate Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Got beef for that guy. Hey, beef. <laughs> oh God. Perfect. Well, thank you very much, Declan. Thank that you. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I hope you don't get too lost later on. Yeah, I would try and avoid it, but inevitably, you know, whatever. Yeah. DIY Magazine Podcast at Glastonbury. So, this is the DIY Podcast. We are backstage at the John Peel stage with In Heaven. You've Hello. just been on that stage. Yes, we did. It was like, we just got off stage about, how long ago? An hour. hour and something ago. So we're kind of decompressing from it all. Drinking some cider. Yeah. And uh, admiring your t-shirt. And I'm wearing a, uh, a Bruce Springsteen t-shirt and an orange parka that channels Liam Gallagher, who James and Chloe are about to go and watch on the other stage. Yes, we are. Uh, and Chloe is also sporting a lovely DIY tote bag. Yes. Repping always. Always. Our favorite magazine and podcast. Yeah. Always. <laughs> um, so how was the set? Fun? It was great, man. Yeah, we have so much anticipation. It just like, it's such a good feeling for it to be like behind us now and to be able to just go and like enjoy the festival and get yeah. involved. I think, uh, I think when it's Glastonbury you put a lot of pressure, pressure on yourself. You like, yeah. you see it on TV, don't you? And you know what it's like. And then actually when you're there and you're like, oh God, I'm going on now. Yeah. This is real life. Yeah. Everything before is a dream state. And then afterwards, it's kind of like elevated dream state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, you, uh, are you sticking around for the rest of the weekend? Yeah, we camped last night and we're going to camp tonight. Hopefully, I mean, we're going to watch probably Biffy Clyro tomorrow and then leave before it's here. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. If we can be completely honest. I mean, you know, if Ed Sheeran wanted to give us an interview, we'd do it. But <laughs> leaving after Biffy Clyro <laughs> makes sense. Uh, did you, you were playing quite early today. Are you professionals or did you have a big one last night? Uh, we, no. just dr we just kind of drank slowly throughout the day. And we actually watched Radiohead, but then we went to sleep. So it was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Amazing, yeah, really good. Um, except we needed a piss like halfway through, and uh, we were right in the middle, so we just held it in. So um, it was emotional. It's the problem. With <laughs> it's the problem with festivals. Like needing the toilet is just yeah, always gonna. Yeah. It's always but second. But at the same time, you've got to like Glastonbury's so big, you have to drink so much to just walk around. So I'm not condoning drinking, but. You need the toilet quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to walk around sober this morning. Yeah. And I just, my feet were dragging. Yeah, that's yeah. the feet as well. Yeah, no, it's madness. But yeah, it's been fucking amazing. We are just like, are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Of course you are. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that's all we've got. <laughs> I said on stage, I was like, I know it's cliche, but it's, it's like a dream come true to play 
uh, John Peel. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's kind of legendary. Yeah. yeah. Very legendary. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Have you uh, come down to Glastonbury before? Yes, we've come as fans, like for a few years. And last year was the first year we played. We, we played, played Williams yeah, Green to about. We played Williams Green last year to about a quarter of the people that we did today. So to come back and play. I that think that's pretty stage. optimistic because I think the Williams Green is about a thousand cap and this is like 10,000 yeah. so I think we played to a lot more today yeah yeah well there you go yeah it's mad yeah uh, you were sporting some pretty dashing outfits on stage can you talk us through your uh your outfits for the set well I buy a lot of kind of like old granny shirts from Oxfam you know the kind of like velvet sheer yeah. type thing it's called flock flock yeah, I rock the granny shirts. Chloe's got an amazing suit on. I am wearing a power suit. It's gr- green with flowers all over it. So. And red hair. And I'm red new. Hair. In the name of Jeremy Corbyn. It is in the name of Jeremy Corbyn. Oh. I, I'm rocking a, a poison ivy look, I think. Yeah. Unintentionally. But. Yeah. We've been trying to start up the O Jeremy Corbyn chant quite a lot. Yeah, all through Radiohead, actually. Yeah. I'm sure they love that. Tom York was uh, yeah, yeah. probably not enjoying it. Did you hear what he said? He said, like... Uh, it's we, time to leave, Teresa. Yeah, shut the yeah, door yeah. behind shut, you. Shut the door on, the, on your shut way Shut the door behind you. That's yeah. so good. That's so good. Yeah, he's, uh, he's quite a character. I just love that you can turn the White Stripes riff into pretty much anything that you want. And do they get publishing for that? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, they sing it. Uh, I was at a festival in Denmark last summer. Yeah. And they just, between every between every song, <laughs> they just start chanting it. Not Jeremy Corbyn. No. Just yeah. like the riff. And like, they were doing it in between Kendrick Lamar songs. And he was like, what are you doing? Yeah, what is this? <laughs> I don't, I, Did you understand it? But I think how many people know... That, that chant yeah. is a, a worldwide universal thing. Even if you didn't even know who the White Stripes are, you yeah. know that chant. Yeah. And yeah. that's incredible. It's like, try and write a riff that simple. It's impossible. I know. Like, I don't know. I think that's what everyone's yeah. aiming for. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone actually listens to the song <laughs> yeah. anymore. You just hear it everywhere you go. Yeah, you just hear it. Anything. It's like, it fits into football, politics, music. What else? Everything. Everything. Ice hockey. Probably. <laughs> Any sporting event. Yeah. I'm sure that's what he had. <laughs> I'm sure uh, that's what he had in mind. Stag do's. Yeah, exactly. uh, I'm gonna write a riff for sporting events. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just when you're writing your next song, just think <laughs> yeah. if this can be chanted. Yeah. Uh, like Old Trafford. All you want <laughs> is 90,000 West Ham fans chanting that. You'll be fine. Are you a West Ham fan? No, my dad is. That's yeah. So me by default. Well, our drummer is as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, thank you very much for chatting. That's that okay. Lovely. And there you go. Thank you very much for listening. Subscribe, comment, rate on Apple Podcasts, tweet us at DIY Magazine, and please do share with your friends. The next episode, we have loads more lulls and the chats with the best bands and artists across the weekend here at Glastonbury.